Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. There's delays and concern. Delays on the inner loop basically have gone away all clear, leaving Tyson's over the American Legion Bridge in Montgomery County. Could ride both directions on the Beltway over in Prince George's County. In the district, um, traffic moving a lot better on the 395-695 freeway. No delays now in either direction over on uh, I-295. Traffic moving uh, well. No delays as well. Both directions on DC-295. The WTOP Traffic Centers presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. Steve Drisner, WTOP Traffic. And now to Veronica Johnson. An evening with overcast skies, more drizzle, and even a chance of patchy fog overnight and throughout the morning hours. Temperatures are not going to be that low. This evening, 49 to 55 degrees, and by morning, pretty much 50s throughout the area. So temperatures actually could be rising. I'm shooting for a high temperature tomorrow around 60 degrees with areas of rain, but watch the fog in the morning. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Georgetown now 47 and rising into the 50s overnight. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up tonight. After months of turmoil, a principal is no longer a school employee and a school system says it has work to do. I'm Kate Ryan. Local leaders are weighing in after a troubling report about Montgomery County Public Schools is released. I'm Scott Gelman. The chaotic moments leading to a deadly D.C. police shooting. I'm Nick Ainelli. Tyson's Corner Casino a little bit closer to reality tonight. And the Dow down 99. The Asia-Pacific markets are mixed so far. 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. The Federal Aviation Administration gives the thumbs up to soon getting Boeing 737 MAX 9 planes in the air after an emergency landing and grounding earlier this month. More from CBS's Chris Van Cleve. The FAA early today, one, announced that they have approved the inspection procedure for the airlines to potentially get the 737 MAX 9s ungrounded and back in the air flying passengers within a matter of days. Airlines had said once they knew the inspection protocols, they'd be able to knock those out uh, in relatively short order. United Airlines says it expects to return the MAX 9s to service by Sunday. The United Auto Workers Union has endorsed President Biden. More from CBS's Stacey Lynn. Joe Biden has earned it. UAW President Sean Fain said the election is about who will stand with us and who will stand in the way. He joined us in solidarity on the picket line for the first time in our nation's history. President Biden responded, calling the UAW... One of the best unions in the world. You look out for one another. The whole country, the whole country benefits from what you do. Stacey Lynn, CBS News, the White House. Following former President Trump's wins in Iowa and New Hampshire, he and former U.S. Ambassador Nikki Haley are now campaigning to win next month's South Carolina primary. CBS's Robert Costa. Calling some of the sources close to the biggest Republican donors in the country. They say the mood behind the scenes, that Haley has a lot of support politically, but they're not ready to open their checkbooks. They just don't see a viable path. But Haley is still going to hold fundraisers in Florida, California, and New York. 
Washington state has announced a nearly $150 million settlement with Johnson & Johnson in retaliation to the opioid, in relation, that is, to the opioid crisis. CBS's Wendy Gillette reports. The settlement was reached after Washington state sued Johnson & Johnson in 2020 for allegedly helping to fuel opioid addictions. It still has to be approved by a judge. Most of the money would go towards addressing the opioid crisis, including expanding substance abuse treatment. Over 2,000 people died from opioid overdoses in 20. 2022 in Washington state, according to the Department of Health, more than double the deaths in 2019. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. She performed at Woodstock and had a chart topping song that wasn't exactly easy to sing, but it was fun to try. She went by her first name, Melanie, and her reps say Emmy winning songwriter Melanie Sofka has died at age 76. Tesla reports lower fourth quarter operating profits and warns of a slower volume growth in 2024. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. 803 here on WTOP on this Wednesday evening, January 24th, 2024. Rockville at 42 and temperatures gradually rising tonight. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. The top local stories we're following this hour. New tonight, the principal at the center of controversy over how Montgomery County Public Schools handle employee misconduct is now out of a job there. WTOP's Kate Ryan starts our team coverage. Joel Beidelman's promotion from middle to high school principal in the Montgomery County school system this summer kicked off a number of questions. And then there was the news that Beidelman was the subject of complaints of sexual harassment and bullying. That was first reported by the Washington Post. Well, that led to Bottleman's placement on administrative leave while the school system reviewed its process of investigating complaints. Now the school system confirms Bottleman is no longer an employee and the school board says it has, quote, much work to do. An inspector general's report found numerous deficiencies in how the school system investigates, documents, and follows up on complaints about misconduct. And the superintendent, Monifa McKnight, says she accepts the IG's findings and will work with the school board to make needed changes. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Meantime, we are waiting to see what happens with Superintendent Monifa McKnight, who says she's being pressured to step away from that job by the school board. I'm Scott Gelman. Montgomery County's elected leaders are now weighing in on the Inspector General's report, calling for transparency and accountability. The school board should take, quote, decisive action. That's the message from Council Members Evan Glass and Don Lutke. In a joint statement, they say the public's trust has been eroded. Meanwhile, Council Member Will Jawando tells WTOP that he was surprised by some the details in the report. I was shocked to see how many processes, policies were not enumerated or not followed. Two council committees are scheduled to meet together on February 8th for a hearing about the report. Jawando says he has many questions. How did we get to this point? And then most importantly, what are we doing now to implement these recommendations, make sure that something like Beetleman doesn't happen again? Scott Gelman, WTOP News. We'll continue to follow the story in Montgomery County this week. On WTOP and WTOP.com, there's been a deadly shooting involving D.C. police near North Capitol Street and New York Avenue in Northeast. 
WTOP's Nick Ainelli was at the scene. He says it all began with a man experiencing a mental health crisis. Officers encountered the individual, and for nearly two hours, they engaged in crisis intervention conversation with him. D.C. Police Chief Pamela Smith says the man was going to be taken to a hospital, but in the ambulance? The subject assaulted the paramedic that was inside the back of the vehicle and then lunges out of the vehicle and then runs into the street. Smith says the man hid under a truck and then emerged with a metallic object in his hand, prompting an officer to shoot him, and he did not survive. One of the many questions still unanswered now. What exactly was the object? As we continue to go through the investigation, we'll determine what that object was. In the district, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. There's been another arrest tonight in connection to the deadly Mother's Day shooting in D.C. last year of 10-year-old Ariana Davis. She was hit and killed by a stray bullet as she rode in the back seat of her family's car in Northeast. D.C. police say they've now arrested 19-year-old Dallas McKinney of Southeast. He was taken into custody yesterday and charged with first-degree murder while armed. Back in September, 19-year-old Karan Gregory was arrested and charged with first-degree murder while armed. According to court testimony from a D.C. detective, Ariana Davis was caught in the middle of a drive-by shooting between two feuding gangs. The detective testified that Gregory was part of a street gang from the Congress Heights neighborhood in Southeast and that his gang was beefing with a crew from Northeast. We've got news about that casino they're trying to build in Tysons. The measure is clear to hurdle in the state Senate in Richmond. The bill would let Fairfax County hold a referendum on placing a casino, convention center, and concert hall there in Tysons. The casino would be in the heart of some of our wealthiest suburbs. The favorable vote from the Senate General Laws Committee comes even as civic groups and homeowner associations in the neighborhoods around the proposed casinos say they are strongly against this project. The legislation now goes to another Senate committee for review. It still needs to pass the full Senate along with the House of Delegates and then would finally end up on Governor Glenn Youngkin's desk for his signature. The Baltimore Ravens will take on the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday afternoon at 3. This is the AFC Championship game for an opportunity to play in the Super Bowl. Restaurants and bars in Baltimore are preparing for the crowds that are expected to move into the city. Give it a stir. That's a Baltimore Ravens crush being made at Watershed, a restaurant not far from M&T Bank Stadium. Lots of those will be going out this weekend. Alan Schmidt with the restaurant says they're getting lots of extra deliveries, too, to prepare. We are putting anything anywhere. We're putting kegs where kegs usually don't go. He says this game. It's just great for the city of Baltimore. Um, for the local bars and businesses and restaurants, anybody that really has a TV. At Mother's Federal Hill Grill, Jessica Fly says they expect to triple their business, but business aside. The Ravens are going to win. Taylor Swift's going to go home sad, so. (laughs) In Baltimore, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Still to come here on WTOP, an unlikely place for you to pick up some Lido pizza. The Honda Ridgeline, Passport, and Pilot are in a league of their own when it comes to rugged capability. Their relentless power and versatility make these vehicles the ultimate challengers for exhilarating adventures and formidable terrain. But it's not just performance that makes these cars special. It's the unwavering determination that inspires everything we do. That's why we're KBB.com's best value brand of 2023. Contact your local Washington area Honda dealer for a great deal today. Available all-wheel drive on Pilot based on 2023 brand image awards from Kelly Blue Book. Visit KBP.com for more information. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. 
traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. Steve Dresner is in the traffic center. In the district, traffic moving nicely on the 395-695 freeway. No current issues along DC 295 or I-295. In Maryland, quiet along the Beltway throughout Montgomery County and Prince George's County. We have a bit of road work set up in Clinton on the northbound side of Route 5 Branch Avenue at Woodyard Road. does block the right lane, but we are seeing a bit of a delay actually in both directions, but the utility work is set up on the northbound side. Otherwise, we're good to go on 95 and the BW Parkway between the two beltways. No current issues along 270 or on Route 50. At the Chesapeake Bay Bridge, pretty uneventful. Two lanes open eastbound, three westbound. No problems in either direction. Go electric the Fitzway. Are you looking for an electric car? Well, try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives are available. Go electric only at fitsmall.com. Steve Dresner, WTOP Traffic. Let's go to Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist. Overcast conditions this evening, overnight, and pretty much throughout the day tomorrow. We're tracking some scattered showers here this evening with a bigger chance of rain coming our way for Thursday. Widespread rain expected could get about a half inch of rain. Your morning rush is going to be wet. In fact, wet weather not going to be easing until about the mid part of the afternoon tomorrow. High temperatures will be around 60 degrees for Thursday. A few showers Friday morning. That's the best day out of the week. Around 70 degrees, tracking record warmth and even a little bit of mugginess. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Rockville at 42, Ashburn 45, Fort Washington 49. Those temperatures not expected to move much, but if they do, some parts of our area actually could warm up a little bit into the 50s during the overnight hours. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour with Jeff Claybaugh. Microsoft joined Apple in reaching the $3 trillion market value status. Microsoft stock has gained 70% in the last year. Netflix tells investors it'll raise prices again this year. It didn't say when or by how much. Giant Food extends its partnership with Lido Pizza with a take-and-bake pizza shop in Giant's new Bethesda store. The Dow lost 99 points. The S&P 500 gained four. That's enough for another record. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Compassion International. Families in poverty are facing a global food crisis. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. And the Asia Pacific markets, they are mixed. Australia's ASX 200 up a quarter percent. Tokyo stocks are down. South Korea's Kospi is down as well. Still ahead on WTOP, it's been a fear of President Biden and the Biden administration since early October. The Israel-Hamas war spilling out into the greater Middle East. The U.S. starting to get involved. We'll have the hunt with WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green on the way. God, I'm so stressed. It's a brand new year and our business is busier than ever. Uma. What is that? Meditation? I'm recommending the Uma cloud phone system with auto attendant and more than 35 features. Uma? Yep. Switching to Uma is a cinch. Starts at $19.95 per month per user, plus taxes and fees. Uma. Now you're feeling it. Visit Uma.com. That's O-O-M-A dot com to learn more. Uma. Smart communications for the smarter business. I'm Katie from Long Baths. For decades, we've helped families just like yours bring beauty, value, and safety to their homes. 
Whether your bathroom is outdated or lacks the features you need, we're ready to help you get the bath or shower that's perfect for you. And we'll get it done the right way, the long way. Right now, get 50% off materials plus no payments and no interest for two years. Visit longbaths.com to get your free estimate today. Coming up on WTOP. The sentence a Capitol Heights man got for murdering a transgender woman. I'm John Doman. That's later this half hour. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-777-1979. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance to buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you all you need to do is call big lou at 800-777-1979 lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor call 800-777-1979 big lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford remember big lou's like you he's on meds too call 800-777-1979 800-777-1979 or BigLou.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 14, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. U.S. airstrikes against Iranian-backed militias are becoming more and more frequent. Just yesterday, the U.S. military targeted three facilities in Iraq used by Hezbollah and other Tehran-affiliated groups and two anti-ship missiles in Yemen. All of this in an effort to keep the Israel-Hamas war from spilling over into a wider conflict. And in this week's edition of The Hunt with WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green, we talk about whether these airstrikes are actually keeping groups such as Hezbollah and the Houthis at bay. When you consider the fact that the Houthis have been firing rockets and everything they can get their hands on, missiles using drones, etc., at commercial vessels in the Red Sea, and they've also launched attacks against military vessels, some of which have been the U.S. in the Red Sea. The fact that the U.S. is retaliating and essentially going after their infrastructure in Yemen seems to suggest that this is happening. If you look at the fact that there have been strikes, in some cases three or four, five strikes within a week, there is little doubt that there is definitely a tit-for-tat going on between the U.S. and this terrorist group. J.J., can the Houthis be stopped from attacking commercial vessels on the Red Sea? Well, at this point, it certainly doesn't look like it because of the way they're responding to the U.S. and the U.K. and all the other members of the coalitions, their attacks on their infrastructure in Yemen. They've been attacking radars and underground storage. They've been attacking launch sites, all of the capabilities that the Houthis have in Yemen, yet they continue to fire. Now, it's important to note that the kind of attacks that the Houthis have been launching since these attacks have taken place on their infrastructure have been far and away less than what they were doing before, but they still are launching these menacing, meddlesome attacks from Yemen. Let's turn to Iran. What's eating or driving Iran? They've attacked U.S. troops in Iraq for a while, but they're attacking Pakistan and other neighbors. Yeah, I've asked that question a couple of times within the last uh, week or so, and certainly of experts in in several different countries, and they all say Iran is very nervous right now. It's upset 
in part because of what took place. You know, ISIS attacked on the anniversary of the death or the burial of General Qasem Soleimani, and uh, something like 80-some were killed. And that was an embarrassment to them. And they felt that as though ISIS has been getting shelter and cover from, from some of its neighbors. They launched an attack on Pakistan. They, they attacked Iraq. So they're very, very nervous right now. Does the U.S. military see this situation as something that's going to expand? If so, they're not saying it publicly. We do know that that was one of the stated goals when they got into that situation off the coast of Gaza and Israel. They said they wanted to help Israel. They said they wanted to protect U.S. troops in the region, and they wanted to prevent this conflict from becoming a bigger one. It appears as though it is a bigger one because Israel is fighting with Hezbollah in Lebanon as well as Hamas in Gaza. There's the Houthis out on the Red Sea. There's also Iran over on the other side of the the area, the region there, launching attacks in the Persian Gulf and against Iraq. That's WTOP's national security correspondent, J.J. Green. Be with us again next week at this time for another edition of The Hunt. Sign up for J.J.'s national security newsletter, Inside the Skiff, at WTOP.com slash alert. Top stories on WTOP. A Montgomery County Public Schools principal accused of harassment and bullying is now out. A man is shot and killed by D.C. police after a crisis intervention call. Authorities say the man assaulted a paramedic and an officer. And the coach of uh, Michigan, Jim Harbaugh, apparently on the move to go to the NFL again to return there and to coach the uh, L.A. Chargers. Keep it here for full details on these stories and more. Time to check in now with Steve Dresner. He's in the traffic center. In Virginia, we're moving quite well on the Beltway in both directions. No current delays over on 66 or 395. And all quiet through the 95 interchange. No incidents to report from Springfield over the Occoquan. We're good to go all the way down to the Fredericksburg area. In Maryland, Clinton area, dealing with utility work, slowing things down northbound Road 5 Branch Avenue near Woodyard Road. Currently, the right lane is blocked. Good ride on the Beltway throughout Prince George's County and Montgomery County. No current problems to report over on 95 or the BW Parkway between the two beltways. Traffic moving nicely. Southbound 270 leaving the I-70 interchange in Frederick. We're good to go through Urbana, Gaithersburg. All clear down to the lane divide. No current issues along Route 50. A good ride from the Beltway out to the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. Steve Dresner, WTOP Traffic. Let's go to Veronica Johnson. She's 7 News First Alert Chief Media. Overcast skies here this evening and tracking some more scattered showers in areas of fog. That'll carry through the morning hours tomorrow. In fact, the rain is going to start picking up in intensity, more widespread rain that will be moderate at times. For your morning rush and through the mid part of the day, the rain isn't going to really ease until we get to about the mid-afternoon. But temperatures rising from the lower and upper 50s overnight, close to 60 degrees by tomorrow afternoon. Shooting for 70 on Friday after morning showers, we could even have some glints of sunshine. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson of the First Alert Weather Center. And tonight in Manassas, we're at 46 Six Metro Center 48, Frederick, Maryland, 41 degrees, rising into the 50s in some parts of our area. Still ahead, the nation's capital about to get serious about any of us driving in those red painted bus lanes. We'll explain. 
It's 820. Boy, are we having a wet winter, huh? Since December, we've had almost 10 inches of rain. And when we have these big storms, it not only stresses your roof, but it lets you know very quickly whether or not you have problems with your gutters and downspouts. Hi, it's Chris Core. Did you know the Roofmasters not only does roofs, but they're experts at making sure the water from your roof is moved away from your house. And this is really important if you have a basement or lower level, because it only takes a small problem on the outside to create big problems and damage inside your home. So give Roofmasters a call. I recommend Roofmasters because they've done work for me and I know the owner personally. He's honest and he makes sure the work is always done right. Remember, with any roofing need, always get three estimates. Just make sure one of the three is from Roofmasters. Roofmasters 301-230-ROOF. That's 301-230-ROOF. Online at Roofmasters.com. Remember, with Roofmasters, the proof is in the roof. Good evening, it's 821. United Bank has a long history of safe, sound, and secure banking practices, providing customers in our region peace of mind for decades. This commitment earned United Bank the title of most trustworthy bank in America by Newsweek this year. With a responsive team, local decision-making, and personal service, United Bank is proud to be the community bank of the nation's capital and the most trustworthy bank in America. To learn more, visit bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Slowdowns expected on the American Legion Bridge this morning. We're tracking a big storm expected to hit the Washington region this afternoon. WTOP reports new crash tests could affect your next car decision. Survey shows student absenteeism for DMV area kids is skyrocketing. President Biden and Republican lawmakers announced they're making progress on a potential compromise. I heard it on WTOP News. Facts matter. 1035 FM. It's 822. A former Arlington County Schools employee is found guilty on all charges related to a pair of sexual assaults. It only took the jury a couple of hours of deliberation to convict Julio Basurto this afternoon. Basurto was arrested back in June of last year on charges stemming from two incidents in the Clarendon area. One was from 2021, the other one in May of last year. The Office of the Commonwealth's Attorney says Basurto lured two different women into his car and sexually assaulted them. He recorded one of the assaults and saved the video on his phone. Detectives believe there may be more victims. They're asking anyone with information to get in touch with Arlington County Police. A relationship went south... So did the chase for the suspect, but in the end, it is decades behind bars for a man who murdered a transgender woman. It's a nearly 50-year prison sentence for 29-year-old D. Allen Price, a Capitol Heights man who murdered 20-year-old Taya Ashton back in 2021. Her body was found inside of her Suitland apartment in July of that year, and after a day on the run, police arrested Price inside of a metro rail tunnel in Arlington. They had an intimate relationship with one another. Prince George's County State's Attorney Aisha Braveboy and Assistant State's Attorney Sherry Waldrop say Price admitted the night of the killing was when he found out that Ashton wasn't born a woman. And that in response to that, he reacted and shot her. John Dome in WTOP News. Well, an important heads up. If you find yourself straying into those bus lanes in D.C., the warning period for violators ends next week. DDOT says the second phase of the Clear Lanes program starts in five days. Drivers who are in the red painted bus lanes could be fined 100 bucks. DDOT says parking or stopping in the lane could result in the same fine. Cameras on Metro buses will take photos of you and your car and you'll get a ticket. The district says the Clear Lanes program is designed to improve bus travel times and to help with safety in those bus lanes. And you're not going to be able to use four red line stations on Metro this weekend. 
The reason is construction on the nearby Purple Line light rail system. The Silver Spring, Forest Glen, Wheaton and Glenmont stations are all shut down Saturday and Sunday. Free shuttle buses will replace trains between Tacoma and Glenmont. While the Purple Line is being built by Maryland, it's not part of a metro system. The closeness of the future light rail system to Metro's Red Line is forcing those closures. Outside of the construction area, the Red Line should be running normally. Sports at 25 and 55. 825 as we check in with Rich Hunter. All right, Dimitri, we will talk about Wizards first. Now, they're at the half with the Timberwolves at Capital One Arena. They are up 59-57. Denny Avia with 15 points for the Wizards, 3-3 three three from beyond the arc. Now, Carl Anthony Towns of the Timberwolves the other night scored 